This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. There's you know, some civil libertarians on the right that would be very staunchly and, and have been supportive of uh, people like Edward Snowden. But also on the left, there's increasing, I think, trust of tech companies. And- Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Pretty, pretty stoked this morning, you guys. Oh my God, I'm so excited about this one. You have no idea, no idea. You guys, if you, if you need to figure out dessert for your holiday get-togethers, your Christmas get-togethers, or if you still have somebody to buy for that is just impossible, you don't know what to get them, but you know they like sweets. Oh man, we have completely got you covered. You just don't even know what we are about to share with you. Oh my God. Do you want to tell them? Oh my God. There's, we have a new sponsor, Dancing Deer, you guys. Okay. So we were like, when we first got the sponsor, we were talking to them. They were like, listen, you should save some of like the cookies or the brownies so you can show your people. And we were like, okay, we'll do that. Yeah. So they sent us each, like I got some gluten-free stuff and some regular stuff and then Mock got some stuff too. And, and I thought, okay, we'll be able to say it's all gone. It's gone. We have nothing, <laughs> nothing to show left. you. There's nothing. Oh my God. To, I'm sorry. There's nothing to show you because it's all, it was all consumed. It's all in our bellies. It's all gone. It's all gone. <laughs> it was gone in like, it was gone in like two days. That's how. And how perfect, honestly, is a company that is sponsoring our show that is named Dancing Deer. Are you joking? Like, it's as true. soon as we heard of them, I was like, this is this is a marriage made in complete heaven. And then on top of it, the fact that they make cookies and brownies and oh other delicious God. treats, all of which that are kosher, certified kosher, you can get, they have no preservatives in them. It's and so I don't good. let me show you. Okay. Cause we, I told you that there's no food left, but what, what it came in was this cute little tower. Cause I got this like cookie brownie extravaganza and it came in <laughs> this, extravaganza. this adorable little get up. You guys, I'm okay. And chocolate chip is my, I'm like a, I'm a, purist when it comes to chocolate chip cookies. I've been into one and it had that like perfect amount of saltiness. Do you know what I'm talking about? Chocolate chip cookie lovers, you know what I'm talking about. You have to have just a pinch, right? A pinch of salt. <laughs> I, I'm i telling you, this is, they are delicious. And here's the best part, you guys. Here's the best part. Other than their amazing name, uh, the best part is that if you want to get cookies or brownies or whatever desserts you want from them for Christmas or for whoever as a gift, 25% off when you use code chicks at dancingdeer.com. You guys, and I will tell you, like I do a lot of gluten-free stuff and usually gluten-free is gross. It is. It's usually dry and gross. And everybody's like, I can tell this is gluten-free. I got the chocolate brownies. I, it they, You cannot tell. Like it's... <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. So good. Everything yeah. is so good. And, and I had like, like yeah. an assortment. There was nothing I tried so that good. I was like not completely losing my mind over. Yeah. So you, you guys should try them. You really should. They're great. Dancingdeer.com. So Use 25% off. We have You're the welcome. best sponsors. We have the best sponsors. Yeah. Because it's all <laughs> yummy. So, good. so, so stoked. Oh my so gosh. Good. Okay, and you, you guys- know what? I just really quickly, can I also say about them that it's not just a holiday thing? Because if you 
like it, it, instead of sending somebody flowers or like one of those sherry yeah. berry whatevers or you know a fruit basket, th- this is your new go to dancingdeer.com. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and then also go to our website, chicksontheright.com. Because that's please, awesome. please do that. Uh, okay, one quick headline that I saw this morning before we get into this whole rail strike and Joe Biden's talking to union members yesterday. I saw this headline and I was just like, New York City is toast. Like they are, I, I don't even understand how that governor got reelected. I don't understand how there are not like complete rise ups in the city about how crime is treated because here's the headline. A New York, this, some loser, some psycho, New York City, some guy uh, sent a whole bunch of texts threatening to mass murder, like do a mass shooting at the City College of New York where he is a student, okay? He sent out all these threatening texts saying things like, I'm going to leave your effing brains on the pavement, like really disgusting stuff. So he gets arrested and what happens? Released. Released with no bail because that is their policy there in New York City. And so this guy, if something happens, it's like everybody saw this coming. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Everybody. Yeah, everybody. If you were a student there, would you even think about going to school knowing this guy's out and about? And especially after all the stuff that just happened in Idaho and everything, like, uh, seriously, like I, I would be, I'd be, I'd be like, I'm done. Like, I'm just done. I'm no, I wouldn't be going back. I I mean, this is the thing. Like what, what has to happen? You know, it's crazy. I'm just, I just can't understand how the left is so completely stupid on crime that it's just, it's beyond comprehension. It's just beyond comprehension. Anyway, yeah. I had to say that because that was a headline that really stood out. Um, okay, so the other thing that's going on, and I'm just telling you right now, this is not a subject on which we are particularly well-versed, okay? We can tell you for sure that there is a looming railroad strike, which would be devastating, devastating for our already very shaky economy. That much we know for sure. Um, because they're talking about like, uh, shipments of chlorine to treat water would be suspended. Okay. So, so like drinking water. Okay. This is a big deal. Things that are already, already cost a huge, big bunch of money. The prices of everything are going to go up even further. Anything that gets shipped by rail. Anyway, this has been looming for months now, right? Cause you remember back in September, Biden was all proud of himself for making a deal to avert a strike. Yeah. Well, apparently that fell through. And so now we're just like a week and a half, two weeks away from another potential strike date. And uh, a lot of this hinges on sick days. And so the the rail unions are the, the members are saying we want sick days. We don't have any sick days right now. We want 15 sick days. This is already after they negotiated a 24 percent pay increase, which is. A lot. Huge, a right? A lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. But somehow all of the negotiations have fallen through. Now the entire country is at risk of another rail strike. And so yesterday Biden said, um, I want Congress to sort this out. Like he's basically saying, I'm going to need for Congress to stop the unions from being able to strike. They are going to vote on legislation today to try to make that happen. And so now the unions are super mad at Biden because he's supposed to be their guy, right? Like yeah, he's yeah. union Joe he's Mr. or union. whatever. Well, Democrats usually are, right? I mean, that's kind of like their thing. If it's not, if it's not Bernie Sanders, <laughs> it's him. 
Right. <laughs> this is what they this is what they do. This is what they stand for. Yeah. It seems kind of extreme. I mean, the I don't know, the pay rate 24%, especially in this economy, it seems like a lot. Yeah. Um, the sick days seem like 15 sick days. Seem like it's a lot. lot. <laughs> seems like a lot. But then again, you know, there's also a part of me, it's like they kind of this is what unions do, right? And then they also they also have like their balls in a you know what, because they're this is this is what happens with unions. They they get into a position where they can do this is that they can, they can do this. They can kind of like, I guess, you know, I, I, they they're have hijacking us. the whole economy. They can hijack us. They can hijack us. Yeah. This is, a, that's exactly what I was thinking is like, they can, ha- they can hijack us all. And so here we are is in a situation where they can hold the supply chain hostage. Right. Yeah. Uh, I just got a, a pop-up that says there's trouble streaming to Facebook right now. And so I, I, that would explain, have we ever had that? No, it's never happened. Um, It's never happened. And that is concerning because that's the reason that there's a lot fewer people. Yeah. People are commenting that the video ended. Ah, geez. So I don't know. Um, I, well, yeah, that's a great question because I don't know that there's much I can do when huh. we're midstream. Somebody said, somebody said we're back. Hmm. Really? Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I mean, I do see Facebook people. Uh, well, I think the groups, uh, our Facebook group. So if you want to go to our Facebook group, I think that you can see it there. Our insiders group, I'm sure, probably can see it. Um, but for some reason, our main page, it is showing like an exclamation point that it's it's having trouble. Interesting. So unfortunately that's happening right now. Anyway, um, hopefully people will find us on other platforms. Anyway, the point is there's going to be a vote today in Congress about what's going on with this rail strike. I don't know what's going to happen because even if the house passes it, which they're expected to, the Senate could be a problem because of people like you, Bernie. Oh, why? (laughs) But why do you have to? (laughs) You and your horse shorts. (laughs) (laughs) because even if for the most part there is agreement about averting the strike and that part of the legislation bernie is going to be like mr union guy where he's going to be like i'm not going to say yes to this vote unless they get their 15 days oh my god he's He's saying that he's going to push for at least seven Mm -hmm. and so how that holds up the vote what it does to the vote, I don't know. And listen, what they should gonna they should have sick days. I mean, it's like I'm not saying that they shouldn't have sick days, but that seems like I mean, 50, I, most day, most jobs that I've been at, I haven't had 15 sick days. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. That That's a lot. Like a, that seems like a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't know. There should be some negotiation there or something, but um, most most private sector jobs, you don't like go in and say, I need. And a twenty four percent raise, and you know what I mean. It just seems like, especially right now, it just seems like yeah. a lot. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what we'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. This is going to keep going, but wow, it just it really does seem like there's a lot riding on this, right? Uh, there's a ton riding on it. All of us depend on the rail yeah. system, even if we're not thinking about that all the time. It's absolutely the case that we all depend on it. And so mm-hmm. it would be very, very bad if the strike continues. So we'll we'll see. That's supposed to, we'll see probably by the end of the week what's going to happen uh, with that. Meanwhile, yeah. Joe Biden spoke to a union yesterday. I don't actually even know which one. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to be able to tell you how pandery he is to unions. But this first clip this is one of those clips where where it says 
where he says a word that I don't, I can't decipher it. So I thought <laughs> I would play it. And it's where he's talking about, he's talking about like um, the chips used for cars and how there was this shortage of the computer chips for cars. And so the price of something went up. You guys can try to tell us what you think he's saying because I cannot make heads or tails of it. Take a listen. One third of the core inflation last year is because of the price of automobiles. They couldn't get the computer chips. So they couldn't make the automobiles. So the price of the fuel automobiles are being made went way up. What? what? The, the <laughs> price of a, a the price of a a few. I don't know what that was. I don't know. Did he say the price of a few automobiles are going up? I mean, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Is okay, let's listen to that part again. Let's see. So they couldn't make the automobiles. So the price of the fuel automobiles are being made went way up. The price what? of a few automobiles. A pri- the price of a few automobiles are going up. Okay. But I, feel, but I feel like he's wrong there because the price of all automobiles are going right. up. If you if you shop for any any vehicle, like, because I would love to get another car right now. My car is very old and I would love to get another one. And I'm just like, holy crap, cars are expensive. Yeah. Like, I cannot, it's, it's nuts. It's obscene how expensive they are right it's now. It's insane. Even for just like basic, normal, like no bells and, and whistles kind. used, used cars. Yeah. Like we, like we just, like trucks are insane. Finding trucks like a six to 12 months ago here in Texas, you couldn't find trucks. You couldn't yeah. find them. And then, then it was like they were gouging the prices. And now just, just cars in general are, uh, it's, I can't. I just can't. I'm just like, screw it. I'll just keep my old, <laughs> my old car. I can't do it. It's out of control. It is yeah. out of control. Um, also, in that very same whatever speech or whatever you want to call it that he was giving, he was so pandery, you guys, and also pretty insulting because, uh, of course, everyone is concerned about supply chain issues. We have been ever since Mayor Pete took on the role of transportation secretary and everything at the ports became so borked. But because it's been an issue under Biden's presidency, now he's trying to suggest that it's somehow a media created narrative and not actual life because 10 years ago, none of us were smart enough to even know what a supply chain was. And then he tries to, so he's, he lays on that insult and then he tries to do his folksy Joe way of saying, no, I really mean it. No, I'm being serious. No, I'm not joking. You know how he always does yeah. that? Even uh-huh. though nobody's like, nobody thinks you're joking. Right. So so this is very quick. It's like five seconds. But this is what he actually said out loud. Years ago, how many of you knew what the hell the supply chain was? No, I'm serious. Look at the I guy. Mean, Look at the guys in the background. The guys in the background are like, we are seriously like... <laughs> If, if Secret Service wasn't here, you know what we'd do to this guy? Like, they're all like these beefy dudes in the back that are like blue collar. Like, oh my God, you you have no idea. Like, seriously, go back to Washington. Oh yeah. my God. I mean, how do you say, that's just, you don't say that to people. No, you don't tell them. You don't even, you're not even smart enough to know what this is until two days ago. Right. You don't know your job. You don't know what you do. <laughs> I oh do. my god! I live in a watch. I live in a bubble. I totally know what you do. Oh my gosh! 
What a it's jerk. It's so ridiculous. Okay, and then the last clip from the same uh, thing was Biden talking about inflation. Now, I just wanted to re- remind everybody when inflation started to creep up, and I don't even, the, the word creep isn't even right because it shot up. I mean, literally Biden took office, made all kinds of terrible decisions, and boom, inflation just went crazy. But remember, whenever he was asked about it at the time, him or Saki, whoever was speaking for him, it's transitory. You remember the word transitory, everybody? You remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's what he is saying now. It's going to take time to get inflation back to normal levels as we keep the job market resilient. And we could see setbacks along the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then it was, what was it? Then it was Putin's fault. It was Putin's right. inflation. You know, and then they just- Putin they price making, hikes. Right. It was Putin's war. And then they, and then it was like everybody else's fault. And I mean, I think at one point they blamed Trump for it, Right. So they've I mean, tried a, to blame everybody. They've yeah, they blamed everybody, but you know whose actual fault it is. Mm-hmm. So you know whatever. At this point, it's like it, we just. I feel like a lot of people are just living with it. You know, we're living with it and going, okay, this is. But then again, I thought that it would make a difference at the midterms, and it just it clearly did. It clearly didn't. It clearly did not. People were more concerned with other things. Young people in this country were more concerned with killing their babies. So that and what they think of as democracy. Democracy, yeah. Which, that word, oh my God, enough yeah. already. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, before we get to a different story, I wanted to remind everybody there's a different new special happening uh, at My Patriot Supply right now on the emergency food kits. I know for quite some time, uh, they were doing a promotion on their three-month emergency food kits. Well, now, just ahead of the holidays, they recognize that some people might want to start a little smaller right? There are people who are not into prepping, who have not done a whole lot of stuff when it comes to disaster recovery. Maybe they don't want to go all in on a three-month emergency food kit and would like to start with a one-month kit. And that is a perfectly reasonable thing to do. Because honestly, I would hope that if there is some sort of emergency where emergency food is required, it's not going to last longer than a month. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. So now's a good time to, ch- to try it because they are offering 25% off of a four-week emergency food kit, which for one person is two buckets, essentially, that you get that store for 25 years and the food is delicious. So it's just a nice peace of mind thing to have on hand and it's not quite as overwhelming as a three-month emergency food kit. So it's a great time to try it. All you have to do is go to preparewiththechicks.com and you're going to save 25% on your order of a four-week emergency food kit. You should check it out because God knows with Biden in place, any disaster is looming. (laughs) It's also a great gift for like an elderly person, like somebody in your life, like a a mom or a dad that's like elderly that's in your life. I think it's a really great gift. I'd love to do that for somebody, yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, you guys also um, check out our deep dive. It's coming out this weekend. I think that Valen will have it out this weekend. But we talked to Hanala Felig Harrell yesterday, yesterday. I think I got her name right. You did. Her name. It's very tricky, her name. Um, but she is delightful. And we talked to her about a conversation that she had with Candace Owens. And it was really pretty juicy. We got some scoop pretty juicy. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so make sure that you're looking for that this weekend. I think it probably came out on Saturday is what yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep, okay. On Saturday. Um, okay. I'm seeing still a lot of comments that say I didn't get a notification from Facebook. I, I know that that's been a problem um, for the past couple of weeks. People are really, really hot about that because they've set their <laughs> notifications to be notified when we go live and they're not getting them. Um, and I know people are saying, I think you got kicked off of Facebook. Yes, we understand that there's a problem with the feed. It is not on our end. This is all Facebook. Facebook loves to mess with us, you guys. And so unfortunately, there's not much we can do about it. Um, because it's a Facebook thing. So yes, people are saying switch to Twitch. We're on Twitter. We're obviously on YouTube. We're on Rumble. There's Getter. You can check all kinds of different places, but don't rely on Facebook's notifications. Just know every morning at 7.15, you can go to our Facebook page and we'll be there. You can go to YouTube. We'll be there. We're going to always be at 7.15, Monday through Friday on all of our different platforms. So please, please do not rely on the complete beasts at Facebook who no. are always causing problems for us. Ever. Always. Which is which is why we always tell you to go to our website, which is why we always tell you to go to all the other places. We always tell you to go to all the other places besides Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> because he is an alien from Gleeborg 9. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just, they are yeah. so, so mm-hmm. frustrating. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. We need to talk about Don Lamont's appearance on Colbert last night because- you guys, there's not obviously there's been a lot of changes at CNN. Don Lamont now is a host along with Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins of the CNN's morning show. So their version of Fox and Friends. He is now the host of that. He lost his nighttime show, tried to spin it like it was a good thing. Obviously, it seems like a bit of a demotion, but he's making the rounds and talking about his new show. And Colbert. Uh, was asking him about some of the changes taking place at CNN, one of which, at least it's rumored, that the new CEO wants it to be less liberal, right? We've all heard that, that yep. CNN's gotten rid of some of their more- And less, and less Trumpy. Like, can we not focus on Trump 24 hours a day? Which I think is hilarious, that he at least recognized the fact that that is what they did for years. And less, Russia, Russia, Russia. I mean, this is, <laughs> he at least notices that that's what they did for all those mm-hmm. years. And that people were like, God, that's such a turnoff. I'm going to turn the channel, you know? So, I mean, if he notices it, you think that Don Lamont would be like, oh, well, maybe if we talked about Trump all the time, then maybe we were liberal. Yeah. He's not recognizing that. No. He's not recognizing that at all. In fact, the question was very specifically asked. And here is how Don Lamont answered hard job, which yeah. is which is running CNN. The word on the street is that you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that is that the case? I don't think we ever were. Liberal. Oh my god! What? 
Yes. Not. I don't think we ever were that, Not me saying that. That's the people out there saying that he's not letting you be liberal anymore. Well, I, listen, I think that, I think what Chris is saying is that he wants Republicans, sensible Republicans, he wants us to hold people to account, but he wants people to come on and feel comfortable with coming on and talking on, mm-hmm. on CNN and appearing on, on CNN. So if you invite someone in your house, you want to make them comfortable, but also by the, by the nature of what we do, we have to hold people to account. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going liberal or conservative or whatever. It just means that we are doing what we do, and that's good journalism. So, God, <laughs> it's just—it's like it really is hysterical. Like I would never want to go on his show now, ever. If oh, we no. did, if we wrote a book or anything like that, because you and I went on a show what in 2014. Mm-hmm. We went on his show, and even then, I was like, uh, "This is this is the enemy." Even back we were nervous. Then. We yeah, were nervous we were to go on a show back then. And he and he wasn't it wasn't the climate that we're living in now. And back then it was a nightmare. CNN was a nightmare. <laughs> like I can't even imagine what it would what it would be like today. It would just be, oh it would God. be traumatizing for us today. Back then it was like we had never done like the rounds like that on TV or anything. And that was the worst place ever. CNN was horrible. I hated it. Like I remember going in like into makeup and I think, I think I had to talk mock off of a ledge after that experience. It was awful. That place sucked. It was bad. It sucked. But to be fair, he was very nice to us. He was. Because that was before he he went really crazy. Yeah. I mean, he was nice. I would say he had a cold that night. He wasn't feeling well. So he may have been kind of off his game a little bit. Um, but he was now he was, I remember he was talking about stuff like, um, uh, God, what was he like? He was saying, what are you guys like, uh, he, oh, he called himself, uh, middle of the road. He oh, remember yeah. he, he said he described himself as more, he didn't say libertarian, but he said, I'm maybe he did say libertarian, but he said, I, I don't really see myself as a conservative or a liberal. I remember he said that during our interview and I remember thinking, <laughs> really? Like, you, that's how you describe yourself because I I wouldn't I wouldn't really call <laughs> yourself like middle of the road because even then I knew that he was I I wouldn't have described him as middle of the road I mean I pretty much knew that he was a liberal you know I mean like most people on CNN even in 2014 were liberal it was a right. liberal network and then they've gone so far to the left since then that it's just you I mean you can feel it you can see it it's there it, everybody knows it. It's laughable to think that somebody on that network would say, oh, we're not liberal. Are you drunk? It's amazing. It's just like a completely stunning lack of self-awareness that he would say that we're just practicing good journalism. I mean, even if he wants to be in denial about his own self, he has to recognize that other people on the network who are now no longer there we're, are not there for a reason. And that is if, if the CNN CEO now does want to deliberalize it some, make it back to the center. Right. He got rid of people that needed to go. Right. And even Stelter, people, are you kidding me? Oh my God, totally. And even no, people- wait a minute. Is Stelter, yeah, Stelter, he Stelter was CNN, was, right? He was CNN. I think, yeah. he was, I think so. I don't know. Right? But And they merged together for me. But, I, but, I, but even people at Fox will say, you know, I'm conservative. I mean, at least they'll say it. At least they'll say out loud. That's what, I mean, I'm on the right. I mean, we're pretty much one of the few, one of the, what, one or two networks out here 
that are conservative and we lean right and they'll just admit it. And a lot of them, well, I guess they consider themselves sort of journalisty, but most of them understand that they're basically, you know, they're engaging in punditry. That's what they're doing. Right. Unless it's like a Brett Bear on this on special report. Totally. In which case he is very straight. He is. I'll give you that. He totally is. But like the Tuckers and the Sean Hannity's, they're freaking conservatives. Everybody knows it. I mean, hello. It's okay to (laughs) at this point, we all know it. It's okay to say that. Don't try to act like you're not liberal when you're right. Shut up. (laughs) You know? Well, it's just it's just part of all the gaslighting that's taking place in our country right now. And there's another fantastic example of it from Beetlejuice herself, Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. You guys, so she's filing for reelection. You have to hear what she said about what it means to reelect her. Listen. All across the city uh, to remind them not only what we've done over the last three and a half years, but what our vision is for the next four and why uh, the only rational choice uh, is to return me uh, to office. It's the only rational choice. It's the only rational one. (laughs) My God. She really does look like Beetlejuice. Oh, my God. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, it is really... (laughs) Really I mean, unfortunate. it's unfortunate, you guys. Yeah, she just creeps me out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the only rational choice is to complete is to make Chicago a complete hellhole. <laughs> you know, she's just. I mean, because it's going so well there right now under fantastic. her leadership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there's no way. I thought my husband traveled there for uh, for business, and I was I was so worried about him. You know. I used to live there. I used to live in Chicago and I loved it when I lived there. And now I'm like, I don't even want to go. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go. I don't want to take my 12 year old daughter to show her where I lived because I'm like, no, I'm just afraid we're going to get murdered. (laughs) Right. Well, and it's a legit fear. I mean, it's not out. It's not irrational mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, okay. We also need to talk, we mentioned this yesterday, but it's, uh, it's, it's gaining some steam, this story, this whole idea that Apple could potentially remove Twitter from its platform, which is insane. Insane. Imagine that Apple is completely fine with having TikTok on their, in, on their platform, right? It's completely mm-hmm. fine to have an app, which we all know, is Chinese run and like China is spying on us through it. I know I use it all the time. You guys, I know this. And I know we're going to show talks later in the day. This is what we do. But it is ridiculous for Apple to try to take any kind of moral high ground on any kind of anything when it comes to what they think is safe to have on their platform. Mm -hmm. And so just like always, Governor (laughs) DeSantis... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's out there leading. He is out there in front of the issue as usual, ahead of any other governor, ahead of anybody, any most of our actual national politicians. He is facing this issue and talking about this issue, which is so important. And everybody should be talking about it. Tucker had him on the show last night to get into this and to ask him why. Why are you why are you even saying anything about this? And here is part of that. Of all the news going on in the world, and there's a lot of it, you stopped on this story and you commented on it. Why? Why did this catch your attention? 
Well, Tucker, if you look what's going on in China now, the CCP, uh, they have imposing the zero COVID lockdown policies. They've been doing it on and off for three years. And you have people in China that are really engaged in a noble effort uh, to protest, which is basically Leninist rule. So what is Apple doing with that? They are limiting the airdrop function of the protesters. So they are serving basically as a vassal to the Chinese Communist Party. Then on the other hand, here in the United States, what are they doing? They are trying to get Elon Musk Twitter off the App Store potentially, which would be a huge blow for free speech. And so this is maybe the most powerful company uh, in the entire world, uh, certainly one of the most powerful companies in American history. They exercise more authority in some respects than even some governments do. uh, And they're using their authority to protect the CCP uh, we'll also try to limit speech here in the United States. And that is exactly right. It's so bored what it's Apple crazy. is doing right now. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and if, if they, because uh, they could at any point decide to say, we're just not going to have Twitter on our app store. That The app store is a monopoly. Oh my God, without question. And so and the, they've, done the, it, where, they've done it before. Go ahead. They've done it before, you guys. This is not, it wouldn't be the first time. I mean, they've just done it with smaller entities. Right. So, but they don't get any airplay. So it's like, we, we've just not talked about it. You've just not heard about it. I mean, there've just been people, companies that have just been, they've decided we're just not going to have that on the app store. And so that company gets squashed. It's happened before. And it's all in the name of safety, which is why it's so absurd that they're that they're fine with TikTok. Like it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And so the conversation continued. And here's a little bit more about what DeSantis thinks should happen when it comes to Apple. Well, Tucker, in the States, you know, we did big tech censorship bill two years ago. It's gotten caught up in the courts. I think the U.S. Supreme Court's going to accept that case for this term. Texas has a similar case. There's a conflict in the circuits. And so whatever the states can do to protect people's rights, to engage in free expression. And, you know, what some of these companies do, they get a lot of benefits from the government, as you said, patent, things like that. The social media companies get liability protection. And yet they turn around and they use that protection to marginalize voices they disagree with. So I think from the congressional perspective, though, they need to look at antitrust uh, with these massive companies because they are exercising massive amounts of power over our society. Yeah. And then these assets have the audacity to talk about democracy to us. (laughs) You can bite me. You know what I mean? (laughs) You can totally jump up and bite me. Because this is like this is the antithesis of democracy. This is the antithesis of a constitutional republic and what we stand for as Americans. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like this. This is tyrannical is what it is. And then uh, aiding and abetting China with that whole airdrop thing. Right. What the hell? What the hell? Indeed. I mean, it's like this. And what and I still I still go back to the the video and audio of those people screaming in the building and pleading mm-hmm. for their lives let me out open the door open the door as they burned alive in those buildings and what is apple okay with that apparently so apparently they okay so with that? they're way more scared of big mean elon musk than mm-hmm. they are of the ccp apparently yeah. and Alyssa milano is going to get she's oh she's like uh, elon musk is a bad man because he believes in free speech because he believes in transparency and free speech and American ideals. That's, I mean, this is what these people are so afraid of. They're so afraid of a man who is like now showing us all that they're, that he found t-shirts. It's like, 
go what the go woke t-shirts stay woke woke t-shirts and twitter i mean it's like this is he's this is the thing this is what that company was all about and he's just Mm -hmm. like this is it's it's whack you guys totally whack. whack um and I thought this was a good point in, in in terms of this discussion. There's a great, I know you all have seen it, and but it's a, it's such a nice thing to see again. Ricky Gervais, when he went off at the Oscars um, and Tim Cook was in the audience and Ricky just ripped on Apple right to his face. And so obviously it was a huge monologue and everybody remembers it. But this piece of it, I thought would be really fun to play again, just, just for the satisfaction of seeing Tim Cook's stupid face in the audience. Look at this. Oh, Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show, a superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right? Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and fuck off. Okay? <laughs> Just one of the greatest moments in TV history. It really for was. Real. The, the whole thing. The and whole thing. Sometimes I just watch it just because. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anytime it shows up for whatever reason in my Twitter feed, uh-huh. I'm always like, oh, I'm like, yeah, good times. Oh, yeah, I'm going to kick back and watch this. The whole thing. Because <laughs> I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> F off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. thank goodness for people like him who will speak out, who will say the things. You yeah. know, everybody in that audience was desperately uncomfortable right. with that, right? And because who are Tom like, Hanks? Oh. Tom Hanks in his smugness, and he's like, "What is this guy doing here? He's never going to be allowed back." Oh my God! How dare he speak to us like that? Oh, <laughs> we have so many important political statements to make. Right? Oh my God! Till tonight, still. <laughs> what a jerk! How dare he? <laughs> And then speaking of China, uh, just another flashback, uh, if you would like, of Justin Trudeau talking about what country he admires most and why. With Sun TV watching for any slip, he was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. The level of of, uh, admiration I actually have for China, Um, because they're, you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start, you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. Uh, that I find quite interesting. <laughs> oh my God, I'm such a douche. <laughs> my God. Yeah, also, they're the least green. Just so yeah. he's aware. They're like the least green. They don't follow any of those environmental rules. They basically give the middle finger to all these enviro whack jobs that think that they're doing good for the planet. Mm-hmm. They don't follow any of the rules. They don't care. They're like, I mean, pollu- they're polluting everything. <laughs> and then here we are trying to follow the rules. And then we do business over there. And so we, we think that we're doing the right things environmental wise, which I'm sorry, I don't really even care about at this point. But then we go over there and do all this business and buy all their products and do all this. Stuff. 
they don't care. They don't care about the environment. It's just a big mind screw. Same thing with Venezuela. It's like Mm -hmm. now we're drilling in Venezuela as if, okay, so we don't drill in Texas and Oklahoma. We don't do that here. God forbid we drill here in America and be self-sufficient. And then we go to Venezuela and beg a dictator to go drill over there. Yeah, what we're going to stop your sanctions now. Go ahead and drill. It's fine. What kind, of, what kind of policy is that? These people are nuts. We are ruining our country. It's unbelievable. It's, it is. It's complete madness is what it is. So now until Christmas. So now we know how long the 70% sale is going to last. Now until Christmas is when you want to treat yourself to the most popular package for 70% off. And when you order that, they're going to throw in that hyaluronic acid correcting serum for free. So you're already getting 70% off the most popular package. You also get the hyaluronic acid serum tossed in there. It's a fantastic deal, whether you're getting it for yourself or whether you're getting it for someone you love. Now is the time before Christmas. You just have to go to genucell.com slash chicks. You can use code chicks. I was just using the tone. I love their um, toner. I use their toner every day and their their deep sea cleanser because yeah. it's so gentle. I love their entire line. Like there's not anything that I've ever tried from GenuCell that I do not use religiously and love. It is fantastic skincare. Yeah. I'm You're all about the XV cream. The XV cream is like my go-to every single day. It's, it's my the skin butter. is thirsty. It's very dry. It's the butter. It's the greatest it's step the ever. Butter. <laughs> butter. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, okay, we need to get to your whack. Do I need to uh, show? Do I need to yeah, show anything? You just show. Okay, you could just show. Is it? Listen, you guys, it's a really quick whack. I saw, I had a couple other whacks. This is what I do every night. I have like four whacks, and then I get to the the whack that I want to show. What this guy is, Jake. I think it's Jake Flint. Jake Flint. He's a country singer. Uh, he's a country singer. He's from Texas. He passed away in his sleep. Um, he died on in his, his sleep wedding night. On his wedding night, and I, <sighs> thirty seven years old, guys. Okay. And it's just, it's devastating. And the reason that I, I'm just pointing it out because I like, I feel like every single day now, somebody is dying that's so young and Mm -hmm. it's senseless and there's, and they weren't sick and they were, yeah, 37 years old. And, um, I'm, I, I just think it's whack because I hope they do an autopsy on this guy because yeah. there's so many people that they're not doing autopsies on. And yes, somebody said he was vaccinated. Um, really? Yeah, somebody wrote somebody wrote that in the comments. I don't know if it's true or not because I didn't do my own research on it. But somebody said, yes, he was because he had talked about it. But I just, oh, okay. um, 
anyways, I just, um, so many people are dying, like healthy, young people are dying. Of and, mysterious um, causes. Right. And I just think that's whack. And I just want to point that out because I really think that, and there's been like a 40% increase in that from the ages of like what, 18 to 44 or something like, something like that. Like, like there's a, the insurance, whatever, some agency in America is reporting that like deaths in young people have gone up considerably. And it's just, I'm just pointing it out because I think it's whack. And I wish that more people would investigate. I don't know. It's not me that's going to investigate it, but there needs to be some entity that that does some sort of study on it or something like Mm -hmm. something, something. So anyway, it's whack. Yeah. It is super, super whack. Anyway, you've got to go. I know. (laughs) I know I do. I have a ticket. My husband is like, I, he has a meeting this morning. So I have to, I have to take a kid to school. You guys, I'm sorry. That's all right. Duty calls. Duty, (laughs) duty. She said duty. (laughs) Everybody bring it in. Bring it in. Cash still owes us a flap. Very he's, I know he owes everybody like, four, he's like four flaps behind. I and mean, he's yeah. just so, I don't know what his problem is. He's been so anti-flap. He's been anti-flap. He's been a flappist. <laughs> I know you guys, he's going to have to come in at the end of the week and just flap until he can't flap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be flaptastic, you guys. All right. Everybody have an amazing Wednesday. It's hump day, you guys. Make it count. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. I mean, how are Republicans and Democrats falling on different sides of this? There's you know, some civil libertarians on the right that would be very staunchly and, and have been supportive of uh, people like Edward Snowden. But also on the left, there's increasing, I think, trust of <laughs> some of these uh, tech companies and uh, their ability to, to help. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Five for Fighting's John Andrasik has an answer. Talk to some managers and folks and, and I have and you know there's certain iconic artists that in other times would be writing these songs. I'm like where are they? And they'd say well you know they're scared they're scared for their families they're scared that their concerts will be protested but those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood in Toto podcast The Right Take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. 
How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.